This is Mattress Island. Welcome to Mattress Island. I'm Coles. And I'm Court. And we are the best international relationship that exists. <laughs> <laughs> no matchmaker needed. <laughs> no. Oh my God. We kind of had a matchmaker though. Kind of did. We won't go into that at all. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> So, we are talking about episode two of Match Me Abroad, which airs on Sundays on TLC. Things are getting good. Things are getting good. Got a new person. We've got people landing in the countries that they're going to. Yeah, yeah. We're going to meet some new people, see some old friends. <laughs> Yeah. So um, this episode started off with Stanika. She's getting ready to go to Morocco. She was out shopping. Yeah, she was shopping. Um, you know, I know it came up on our last episode about, like, culturally appropriate clothing and things like that. Um... Yeah, I don't think she's bothered to even consider that that might be a thing. Well, she called the matchmaker and kind of asked, and the matchmaker said, you just wear whatever you're comfortable in, which I trust that the matchmaker knows. I looked it up after our last <laughs> conversation, and it doesn't recommend that for women traveling in Morocco, but I, again, who knows exactly where she's going or... I mean, it looks like she was in Marrakesh, or as Nicole from Nicole and Azen fame would say, Marrakesh. She, it looks like she's hanging out in Marrakesh the whole time. <laughs> oh, God. So. They, that couple was TV gold. <laughs> you know, I always really wanted to go to Morocco until I started watching reality TV. And I feel like the level of Americans visiting Morocco, like Nicole and Azen, Danielle from Danielle and Mohammed, the Real Housewives of New York. Um, if these are the people I'm going to bump into in Morocco and these, this is the American representation they're getting, I don't think I should go. No. <laughs> So, Not yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm probably no prize either. What What can I say? I disagree. <laughs> well, thank you. I will send you $5 promptly. <laughs> <laughs> so we see Stanika land in Marrakesh. Um, her reaction to the gentleman picking her up tell me your thoughts it was um i mean it seemed like love at first sight for her <laughs> yeah he um i mean good job matchmaker you baited the hook you know you already seem like you're gonna do a great job 
<laughs> yeah. And her reaction when they were in the car, like driving around. I remember feeling like that the first time I was in a country that felt like really different to me. Yeah. You know, just looking around like, oh, my God, there's people in the streets and like we're just zip zapping through them and everything seems so busy and so different. Like it was it was adorable to see that like wonder in her eyes. Yeah, I like I like her attitude so far. <laughs> yeah, like I, I do mean, think she's she's going to give this experience her all. I think she's probably a little scared, overly excited, super hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a fish out of water for sure, but she seems like she can handle it. She seems like she's got the attitude to get her through anything that might be uncomfortable or different for her. Yeah. Um, definitely seems like she just has her heart open and it, it makes me smile to see that. Yeah. No, I'm excited. Yeah. And then, so we see her getting ready to go on her first date ever she said confirmed yeah, yeah. with her matchmaker <laughs> yeah so she was meeting with the matchmaker first and then went directly to the date in my opinion that is already too many things to be doing in one day that is way too much <laughs> and she convinced the matchmaker to go with her though too didn't she wasn't the matchmaker going with them? Yeah, she said I think... she usually, yeah, she usually only goes if it's a language thing, and it's not in this case, but she's just too nervous to go by herself. It's her first date ever. Ever, yeah, Which, in a foreign country. Like, going on a date, not a big deal, right? But, like, she, think about this. She has been building this up in her head Instead of for, like, I don't know, what's the average age somebody goes on their first date? Like, 15, 16? Yeah. She's been building this up for 32 years. A first date is usually not the best date. Yeah. So, oh, God, I'm so worried about her. I'm worried about I all know. of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, I just want to protect their hearts. <laughs> um... But Nina, the matchmaker, is confident that she can find someone. And she found uh, Nordine, who is a tour guide, who's looking for love. Looking oh. for love. That was, there really wasn't a whole lot that happened. No. First to Nina. Yeah, she landed and then it kind of cliffhangered on her storyline right like it's just starting to scratch the surface now of what we're gonna get to see and enjoy her first date along with her yeah how do you feel how do you feel about the date i mean we only got a glance at him it's tough like i think it's gonna be awkward i think yeah I think going on any date with three people is going to be <laughs> yeah. awkward. Yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be an interesting episode to see it. I'm excited to see that date, but 
I don't know. I don't know what to expect because, yeah. yeah, she brought the matchmaker. I just, I, I hope, you know, I mean, obviously the way they edit TV, who knows how this really went down. I hope they gave her, like, a day or two just to catch up on sleep yeah, and just to, like, see things and, like, just get her footing in Marrakesh because... Like, that scene where she was walking up to, it looked like a little apartment maybe she was staying in, like, just her eyes were just the size of saucers, and she was just looking everywhere and taking it all in, and she deserves to have that experience, but, like, I don't, I, I mean, hey, I have ADD, what can I say, but I would not be able to really focus on my dates if I'm like so distracted by the new world opening up in front of my eyes you know yeah and like the jet lag just all of it like the thought of landing somewhere on a different time zone and then just being like oh my god off you go to a date there's no way I can't even like function <laughs> like I mean I'm thinking it's probably at least a 10 hour time difference. So probably. that's, that's brutal. Yeah. And not a short flight. No, no. I mean, you need, you need at least two days to get functional yeah. and like two weeks to get over it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially at like a first date, like we've done it obviously where you land somewhere and you just get going. Cause it's something's happening and it's, but like, it's with each other where we're not like our best intelligent yeah. selves. Like what's not like a blind date first meeting coming off an airplane. Like there's no way. I mean, you and I have been really fortunate in that we have both seen a lot of the world, you know, it would take a lot to really like shock us or throw us off when we landed somewhere. Whereas with Stanika, this is really, really new. And, you know, it's not like she's going to, like, England, you know. Marrakesh is going to be very different in so many regards. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I hope she gives herself time to not only experience, like, what a first date is and what dating is like, but also, like, just enjoy the trip, you know. Like, if, if, if she doesn't find love... I mean, who knows? Maybe she will. But, like, if she doesn't, like, at least have a great experience out of it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I am curious, too, like, in an experience like this, do you go and meet, like, guaranteed three people? Or is the one you're going to on this, like, first, first date the best of the best that the matchmaker comes up with? And if it doesn't work out now... Do, like how long till they get you another date and how many people are around like yeah and do you get like any pre-approval well because she it was her right who asked for the picture before meeting mm -hmm. him and the matchmaker said no but what's the picture gonna tell you of course but however if you were going to meet the person on a blind blind date without the matchmaker present what like what do you do you just give your name at the front door of the restaurant and they put you at the same table or <laughs> what do people do uh, these great, days? <laughs> great question. I mean, you know, my side hobby or whatever you want to call it is true crime. So of course 
I'm going straight to, well, maybe it's a good thing she has a chaperone because human trafficking, full disclosure, um, when I was a study abroad student in England, which is by no means like tropical or, you know, a huge culture shock, I had somebody try and kidnap me there. (laughs) So like dangerous stuff can happen anywhere. So, you know, it's good safety wise that if you're going on first dates, at least the matchmaker like knows who's who. I mean, otherwise that would be straight up terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But again, too many true crime books and podcasts and yeah, all of could that. use a little more backstory <laughs> from the matchmaker side, but maybe that'll come some yeah. other time. <laughs> maybe we'll find out. I'd love to be able to see all the matchmaker notes for these people. Yeah. I want to see like everything on everybody. Yeah. And I want to see one, uh, the question, the question maker. <laughs> one matchmaker in Colombia, his questionnaire. Yes. Yeah. No, I yeah. So I think that's it on Stanika, right? Good uh, cliffhanger type episode that we're going to get into a lot more next week. And, yeah, Excited. I want to see the date happen. I, oh God, I just, I, I just want to protect everybody's hearts. I'm so worried about everybody. Yeah, <laughs> the only one so far who I think like would be able to take a hit would be Susan. Susan. So on to Susan. On to Susan because um, we got to see the whole this, date. <laughs> this was the highlight of the show for me. I'm not even going to pretend that it wasn't. This was. Mm. Chef's kiss. Perfect. <laughs> Starts with her being in her hotel room with uh, Moo, not able to get wine. I felt for her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she's in Medellin. This is a big city. Yeah. Like, maybe try walking outside <laughs> your door. Yes, room service when you first land is preferred. However, as a wine enthusiast and I would say an expert traveler, if you're going somewhere and you're not sure that they're going to have booze, which usually I'll check, I'll even ask for brands of wine sometimes, set yourself up a duty-free so you're not without. (laughs) Also, your dog probably needed a walk, so I'm sure there was a corner store a foot away, but... Yeah. I needed to go take a dump. Yeah. I'm glad Moo's there. I'm glad Moo's there, too, especially since Susan's approach to even a bottle of wine was terribly questionable because (laughs) she said, what is the process of getting a bottle of wine? (laughs) Come on. Come on, Susan. You seem a little more with it. You've been to South America once. (laughs) Yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. Did they have wine then? (laughs) Defined your whole life. (laughs) although i'm guessing she wasn't in columbia 20 years ago it was a very different situation for tourists 20 years ago yeah i mean she was trying to tell that guy where she'd been but (laughs) we can get to that in a minute (laughs) yeah let's let's just get into it Juan sets her up with miguel miguel um and she asks Juan a great question before the date happens she asked him, 
what qualities do you think I would like? Like, why did, what was it about this guy that set him apart for me? I think that was a good question. Yeah. <laughs> we meet Miguel. He's 43. Yeah. He's an engineer. And um, he's a dick. He, yeah. I at, in the very beginning, I was trying to see if he was just nervous, and there was a bit of a barrier or something to the conversation. But by the end, it was just—I mean, her reaction was also hard to watch. But <laughs> it's clear this is not going somewhere. <laughs> I felt like. Miguel had maybe never been exposed to humans before, or maybe he had been locked in a dark room for 10 years and just really needed to get it all out. Yeah. He did not read social cues at all. And I mean, it could have been partially editing, but there were a lot of sentences she did not even get to complete. Yeah. That is beyond true. And yeah, like, again, who knows with editing and it is probably a little bit of a cultural thing, but like him just ordering the food without even like even asking her a hint of what she wanted. I appreciate maybe him ordering in Spanish. If that was the language of the restaurant, he would order like literally for her, but you would consult somebody first and if their reaction was i'm willing to try anything by all means order go nuts order your favorites but that was yeah have a conversation about it like oh is it okay if i just order a bunch of like snacks for the table or is there you know would you like help ordering since i speak spanish yeah um it was it he made a lot of choices he did on this date and that was a choice including a well-done steak (laughs) okay i'm glad you brought it up because i have notes about it because we are both people from beef country (laughs) um my mom and stepdad raised cattle um you are from the home of bird of beef (laughs) and him ordering a well-done steak was really all i needed to know about him that's pretty much a deal breaker from the jump for me yeah i yeah i think we're both medium rare people but like regardless Mm -hmm. i would never order a steak to share with somebody in general probably but definitely not if you didn't want it done the exact same way so him also not asking her that question like all of it ordering it the worst possible way i would rather eat it raw same and she said she wanted like some snacks like she wasn't dying for a 10 ounce piece of (laughs) meat on your first date that you she already knew wasn't going anywhere like yeah when she left did he pay did they show that i don't know part of me was like did he just order that because he assumed she was paying or like do you pay the matchmaker up front and they handle the billing because that would be the smartest way to go to avoid the awkwardness of (laughs) yeah that's a good point i don't know 
the whole date. I mean, so they sit down. They're trying to get through the get to know you questions. She can't even get a question out, let alone an answer. Yeah. And he just fully interrupts her. Yeah. And also with each interruption and his like answer to whatever question he asked or she might have asked. Uh, he would then like tie it in to, well, we have so much in common. She hasn't said anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was weird. And then we get the, the flashback to Juan, the matchmaker, going through parts of her list. Um, you know, they need money, they need to be malleable. What were some of the other ones? Emotional vampires need not apply. Yeah. Uh hair. She's really fixated on the hair thing. When she was like, oh, he's 43 or however old he was, he still has his hair. And I was like, I know people who are 20 who are bald. Like, there's no rhyme yeah. or reason. But yes, yeah, she does talk about his hair. I Yeah, I, she needs to get over baldness. Um, there's lots of hot bald dudes out there. And... I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, I get it. You know, the grandmother advice, I guess you need to be able to kiss them. And if that's that big of a barrier for her, okay. But it doesn't bode well for what she's looking for in a relationship. Yeah. In my and opinion. Like, I agree. And like, fine. You might be like, I think my ideal type is this person. But like, personality is a big thing, obviously, of attraction. You know, like, Sometimes it doesn't happen the immediate time that you meet somebody. Yeah. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be completely turned off by them. Like she would have been with this guy's interrupting and that's fair, but maybe you meet him and it's not who you think you're super, super attracted to. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess like in my case, I have never really had like a physical type. The first thing that attracts me to somebody is that they're funny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, that's... I, I don't care if you're fat, skinny, tall, short, whatever. But, like, funny is a deal breaker for me. Yeah, funny and, like, nice, <laughs> kind. Like, there's bigger things out there. Yeah. Than... Yeah. Like, a truth teller. You know, like, those are yeah. the important things. Not, he can't have a hairy back. Like, okay, I get it. It's not ideal. But, like... Is that really important? Yeah. To me, it's not. But, you know, I'm I'm only one person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, one matchmaker, um, he made a good point. And I thought this was really interesting. He thinks the long list of qualities she's looking for is kind of a defense mechanism. He thinks she has her walls up and she's probably been like really hurt somewhere along the way. And this is yeah. whether she realizes it or not, it's kind of designed to keep people away. Yeah. Miguel was not the guy. <laughs> well, and one, one said Miguel checks a lot of the boxes, but this is also a test. 
Which made me wonder, like, did he intentionally set her up with a total dickhole just to prove a point? I would not be happy if I was paying a matchmaker for that. Yeah, me either. While I think effectively making the point of your list is ridiculous and maybe you just need to open yourself up to people and experiences, super important, and that would be money well spent, but I'm pretty sure sending somebody out on what seemed like the worst date ever was not the way to go about that if that was his intention. Yeah. I agree. And yes, like, again, you're paying this person. And <laughs> if you need her to have a short in her list, then maybe just say, what are your top five? Like, maybe there's not one person who's going to have 200 checkboxes. So why don't you literally narrow down what actually matters and we can go from there. But it doesn't seem like he did that. Well, I mean, a perfect person does not exist. Everybody in your life that you love, whether it's, you know, your significant other, your best friend, your family, everybody has a quality that probably gets on your nerves or annoys you or hurts your feelings. And you just, you know, some things you have to be able to look past and some things really, truly are a deal breaker. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that somebody you know, might have physical characteristics that aren't ideal for you. That shouldn't be one of them. Yeah. No, I... What we're saying, I guess. I I do think she's going to be difficult a little bit, and I do think she's probably oh, not, without, absolutely. not without her fault by any stretch. But yeah, that date wasn't going to go anywhere. And... I'm, I don't know. I'm excited to see what the next step is because I guess it kind of answers my questions from Danica and the matchmaker. Like, is there another date lined up? Mm -hmm. Is there, do we get to see the matchmaker do any like follow up with Miguel? Well, I want to know more about Miguel's watch and how he managed to triple his investment. Well, yeah, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> the the scene with the watch baffled and fascinated me i'm still not over it <laughs> and also at one point he called her suze i almost tingled i lost <laughs> my shit laughing i don't know why that was the funniest <laughs> thing but she is so not a suze yeah yeah so don't just it's your first date, like <laughs> if she's asked, if she said my name's Susan, my friends call me Suze. That's a different situation, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, oh god, he was just so arrogant and boring, and you know, never asked about her. Yeah. Um. Oh, God, we have this person in my family. I think you know exactly who I'm talking about. I won't name names, but I'm not a blood relative. Somebody who married in. <laughs> Still to this day, never asked me a single question about myself. And the yeah. tidbits I've shared get forgotten immediately. Yeah. And it's been eight years, five years. I don't several know. years. Yeah. Long enough. Yeah. Several, several years. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, oh my god, and what was amazing was Miguel's perception of how the date went. Like, okay. The, they were in a restaurant with like an open air retractable roof. Yeah. And as the date is getting as bad as can be, she ditches it to the bathroom to just get away. Smart move. Yeah. Um, because when she ordered the steak, that was it. She when she said she was steak stuck. <laughs> yeah, the the when she finally came back from the bathroom, which it seems like she was away for a really long time, um, the heavens opened and just dumped rain all over the table and the chairs, yeah. and she was wearing white pants, which. Again, tell me you're over the age of 40 without telling me you're over the age of 40. Wear white pants with a tank top like that. <laughs> but she was in the danger zone. The yeah. rain and the pants. <laughs> the, yeah. I mean, it was bad. But then... You know, she's like trying to wrap things up. Like, I think, I think we're done. You know, like my pants got wet from the rain. Like, this isn't comfortable. You know, she's trying to like gracefully bow out. He's not accepting. He's like, how about dessert? And then she's in the middle of saying, like, I just don't think this is a connection. You know, she's trying to be classy about it. Yeah. And he has an exact opposite perception of how things went. Like, this went really great. So how about our second date? When are we going to meet up again? <laughs> well, for him, it probably did go great. <laughs> no. Like, he could have been talking to a bottle of water that whole time. That was how much interaction happened. That's probably what he likes. Like, that's probably his personality. So because she didn't aggressively tell him to like shut up he was probably like she loves it she loves hearing my stories because he was that un self-aware unaware yeah. of himself yeah yeah that that was that was good tv i, I enjoyed watching yeah. that yeah oh my god and then when she got in the cab the cab driver was like you know, like, okay, no bueno. And she was like, no, no bueno. Nothing is bueno. <laughs> Find me a bottle of wine and get me back to my dog and my hotel room instantly. Yeah, I I would have left mid-date just knowing that my dog was in the hotel room waiting for me. Like, why? You know, I, I, I just... I'm a big believer and there's no reason to like drag out a bad first date. Like just there's no attachment. Don't lead anybody on. Like just bow out gracefully. You don't need to be mean, but I don't I don't necessarily think you need to finish dinner. No, I think production probably has a different opinion. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure she might not have come back from the bathroom if she was there without a camera crew. <laughs> Excellent point. There's no <laughs> fucking way she would have come back to the bathroom. I bet that took so long because they had to talk her back into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do want to see what's up next for her, though, because hopefully it's better than 
well, I think it would be better than that, because otherwise I think you'd just go home. I'd be like, all right, I made a judgment and error with Juan and... Yeah. If the second date wasn't better, you immediately get a refund from Juan. <laughs> yeah. Juan and Juan, the Juan Associates. I'm I'm Juan assuming... Well, Juan's assistant, who picked her up at the airport, was also named Juan. So in yeah. my mind, her matchmaking service is called Juan and Juan Associates. What if it was called When Two Become Juan? <laughs> you know the Juan that I want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Excellent. Excellent. We'll see you next week, Susan. Yeah. She's so far, she's the star of the show for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, then we met Natalie from Natalie. California. She is a first generation Sri Lankan American, um, which made my heart flutter. That is probably my very favorite place I've traveled. She's young. Yeah, she is young. She is in law school. Is that correct? She's at Berkeley. I, I think she graduated from UC Berkeley and she's moving on to law school. So she's probably like 23, 24. Yeah. Um, but she's already feeling the pressure, you know, culturally. Um, you know, her parents believe in arranged marriages. Yeah. Uh, they're it sounds like they're not even trying to wait till she's done with law school. They're looking. She said she's going to a matchmaker. They're still looking. Yeah. I think her journey is going to be an interesting one, too. She seems, like you said, young. She definitely likes to party from her intro clips. <laughs> she should. She's a kid. Yeah. She's a college or recent graduate. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion... What are, you, what are you even doing with a matchmaker? But I guess there's just the family pressure there. Yeah. And she did say she feels torn between her Sri Lankan life and her American life. So yeah. <laughs> I had I had a really dumb moment though watching this. The capital of Sri Lanka is Colombo. So like that's where you fly into and you go there. It took a solid I'm going to say five minutes for me to realize that she said she was going to Colombia, not Colombo. <laughs> she was going to Sri Lanka for like a little bit. I was yeah. like, wait a minute, speaking <laughs> Spanish, what's going on? <laughs> it would I'm make sense idiot. that her parents would require that she goes to Sri Lanka. <laughs> I don't know. I think my soul just wants to be back <laughs> I don't know. Um, she, I, I don't, I don't know what to make of, like, what she's looking for, what her goals are in a mate, because her primary concern was that she wants a guy who washes his booty after he takes a dump, and that is a direct quote. Yeah, that one stuck out for me too. <laughs> I can't decide if that means the bar is very low or very high. Yeah, I 
Imagine she has a bidet and she expects her partner to also enjoy a good bidet, which is fine. Yeah. I I hope she's traveling with like the little tushy clip-on bidet that I have at my house. You yeah. know, easy to install. I'm sure she is. Ah, <laughs> oh, but she is also seeing Juan the matchmaker. Yes. Juan and Juan Associates, you're the one that I want. Juan. One and one. Yeah. One and one makes two. Yeah. <laughs> because one is the loneliest. <laughs> if you're listening, one and one, you call us. We'll help you. <laughs> you call us. We are two. You are one and one. Yeah. <laughs> We're ridiculous people. um yeah i mean that was that was pretty much it we just got a quick intro quick intro i'm i'm fascinated to see where this goes i also want to know if she speaks spanish yeah because i want to know if she's going on a date with miguel Oh, what if there's only like one roster at one and one? Ew. <laughs> he's horrible, but he's also twice her age. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, then, then we saw Harold again. He arrives in Prague. The music on this show is all over the place. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say it's definitely a better quality of music than, say, Selling Sunset, which is the lowest bar. But, like, (laughs) most of it was more like, you know, kind of poppy things you would hear on the radio, whether here or in another country as appropriate. But, like, he arrives and it's just like, no, 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 like so weird like aggressively traditional not at all current music surely there's a music scene in the Czech Republic that we can refer to what is that maybe they can't get the rights even even if not the rights though like something that seems like what popular music is I guarantee you it's not what sounded like a Hitler march (laughs) true true <laughs> it, it was it was jarring like i was like did the dog just step on the remote what just happened <laughs> uh, but his matchmaker meets him at the airport which i was glad to see that like yeah nice little embrace you know she did kind of infantilize him a little bit um but, you know, she she seems sweet and concerned, and I think her intentions are good. I think so. I think uh, she's probably a little more blunt than everyone, but what did she say to him oh, about she started, his height? <laughs> yeah, she started right <laughs> in. And I think that's good, yeah. you know, and I think I think Harold can hear that. And, you know, like take that feedback he seems he seems very open to feedback from his friends from his mom and from the matchmaker yeah stick i don't know but he seems he didn't seem offended 
Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I, you know, as we've said, I want the best for Harold. Yeah. Yeah, because she, she called him out on... Well, how tall did you say you were? 5'8"? You seem more like you're 5'6". Okay, he's 41 and he said he's shrinking already. I know. I'm worried I might disappear by 60. <laughs> <laughs> you can be as short as Napoleon if you're hot or something. I can't remember what she said, but it was kind of funny. I think it was like confident. You can be as short as Napoleon if you're confident. Or, yeah, if you're confident. You can be as short as Napoleon. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I, I agree. I was... Yeah. I had another friend staying with me this weekend that was from out of town. What? <laughs> well, hey, at least I didn't call somebody else my best friend right to your face. <laughs> I said, my gay bestie. It's a different... It's a different need. <laughs> Yes, this this would have been my best man friend uh, who was here visiting. And, you know, we were just kind of having a chat about, like, you know, just where life is now. Um, and I was just saying, you know, like, I really like being in my early 40s. Like, I feel I feel more, like, confident and comfortable in my skin. And, like, I feel good about where life is. And I was like, and you know, I... I just think that that's what people respond to. Yeah. You know, more than more than having like a magazine level of beauty or whatever, just like what people are traditionally attracted to. I think confidence is so much more important. So I totally agree with the matchmaker on that. Yeah. It was just a dig at Harold, but it was kind of funny. Oh, it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> and she went in on the suspenders. Thank you. I mean, this is, she wasn't hurtful about it, but this is constructive feedback. Yeah. But he also, his waist is also shrinking or sometimes growing, hence the need for his <laughs> braces. <laughs> Harold, as a girl with roller coaster weight i'm up and down all the time you have three different pants sizes just hang on to them sometimes you wear the smaller pants sometimes you wear the bigger pants sometimes you wear the sweatpants it doesn't matter but just have some different sizes <laughs> yeah when, when he said he was shrinking though i again almost tinkled yeah <laughs> He seems very sweet and very genuine. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I hope, though, that he is able to see past what people look like. Um, because, yeah. I mean, that was pretty much it for this episode, right? Yeah. So we see, we see the preview for next week where he's on... Like a paddle boat that looks like an old car with <laughs> some total hottie. And, you know, like it, the whole conversation, even in that two second clip, made me so uncomfortable. Did you see that? Yeah. I, I caught it. It was on in the background as I was setting up uh, some work stuff, but I heard it, but I don't yeah. remember it. He was like something about like 
what do you find most important? And she was like, my pleasure. And he was like, your pleasure is the most important thing to me too. And I was dry heaving immediately. (laughs) (laughs) But again, like she was a total hottie, you know, like very traditionally beautiful blonde, like exactly what he said he was looking for wonder if there's like a personality connection or if he can like see past the physical beauty that he was focused on yeah i feel like in these types of shows i'm guessing the there'll be one of these couples and we know it's not susan who has like the love at first sight amazing first date Mm. and the rest of them are gonna have a disaster interesting i don't even know how to predict what's gonna happen yeah, I feel like there's just always one couple that you're supposed to believe, like, oh, this is a the exact way that this happened, but it is TLC also, so <laughs> who knows? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, it looks like we're gonna have even more people to meet next week. There yep. was a dude with a really nice lawnmower. Yeah, I caught him for a hot second. I caught it too, simply because our lawnmower that's like that recently broke. So I, I spotted it. I was like, hey, that looks familiar. I used to have a lawnmower <laughs> like that. <laughs> I missed um, where he's going. Did they say in the preview? He's going to Morocco. Oh, okay. So there was a choice of three countries that you could pick on the show. And so far, two have been a I definitely think they're like trying to save budget on Matchmaker, but. yeah there was something else in the trailer where it was like he didn't know anything about morocco so i'm like a plus america like don't again don't bother to look like past your front porch (laughs) like once you find out you're going there maybe you just hop on the internet for a minute you know like if you can't be bothered to google maybe ask siri yeah (laughs) something ask a friend (laughs) i'm i'm pushing it by expecting that they would do a couple of duolingo lessons for a few weeks but at the very least yeah ask siri i don't know (laughs) otherwise how how much are you really interested in the other person's experience if you've bothered to learn nothing about their culture yeah that should be matchmaking protocol Yeah, well, also, maybe the matchmakers could send some bullet points like, hey, you're traveling to Morocco. Here's some things to expect. Yeah, here's some do's and don't do's. you're going to Colombia. (laughs) Yeah. Hope you like 10-ounce New York strip loins. Well done. Just rubberized. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, until next week, my friends. Adios. It's court. And this is Cole's. How do you say goodbye in Morocco or in the Czech Republic? I don't know. I know adios. Adios. (laughs) All right. Have a great day, everybody.